1: Welcome to another edition of A Current Life. I'm your host, Jimmy Gould, and I'm very excited to uh, welcome today uh, Tyrese Gibson uh, as our special guest. Tyrese will be joining us shortly. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, Tyrese is a multi-platinum and Grammy-nominated R&B singer, songwriter and actor, fashion model, and now New York Times bestselling author. He's created quite a name for himself throughout the entertainment industry. In fact, his newest album, Open Invitation, was released in November. And How to Get Out of Your Own Way was published in April of this year. Uh, He's been a big inspiration to me. I spent a lot of time reading the book, uh, going through it, and really understanding the philosophy behind uh, really the spiritual growth of Tyrese. Uh, I got to know him a number of years ago and has, uh consider him not only a friend, but somebody who inspires me with his life story, and I thought it would be interesting. Uh, before he joins us, I wanted to take a little bit of time during the holiday season to welcome and wish everybody, all of our viewers, all of our listeners, to uh, a happy holiday season. Uh, it's been an enjoyable experience to do this show. We've had several guests that have ranged from Leslie Stahl to Bob Costas to General Shelton to Maxine Clark, the Fred Marison and to a lot of people who have called in, I really thank them for that. Their current life has been a lot of fun. Our sponsors, Smart Water and, uh, space Mall Network and Wild Things Gear have helped contribute to the launching of this show and we expect to be able to do this show for many weeks to come. We will be next week doing an open mic show with very special guests who will be calling in over the holiday season. And as you can well imagine, uh, people are traveling, and a lot of things are going on, but we're going to touch on many subjects. One of the things that I wanted to at least touch on before Tyrese joins us is a little bit of what's going on uh, kind of a, uh, politically in our environment. Um, this shows about the journey of life, but it also deals with the ups and downs of everyday life, and I know during the holiday season we all have to remember uh, people who are not being given the opportunities to enjoy the season the way they should be able to enjoy them. We have several of our armed forces overseas protecting us and and the military, and we heard General Shelton talk about everything that they've gone through and what he went through um, as general and also as chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Uh, So I want to wish everybody in the military, this show gets picked up by the Armed Forces Radio from time to time, and I want to wish everybody a happy holiday and a safe journey for themselves. Also, you know, to those people who uh, are going through tough times because of out of work and not being able to uh, really have that type of holiday season, we basically want to give them God's blessing and hope that things turn around in the new year. And, and that leads me to the little bit of conversation I want to have regarding the complete dysfunctionality of our government right now in terms of how people are responding to one another And, uh, and not really getting the job done that we all need done. I think that really all of us have a responsibility to make sure that the people we elect take care of the things that are necessary to take care of. We put them in Washington to do that. And none of us should be going through the kinds of dysfunctionality that we're watching around us, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or a Tea Party member. It really doesn't matter. It really matters whether or not people are going to stand up and do their job and whether or not people are going to be recognized for contributing and making a commitment and stop putting the politics first uh... my own feeling is we ought to vote them all out of office and we'll start over have term limits and really find people that are going to be able to put the common good ahead of their own personal agendas and i think that's an important feature that we need to find i think that it's something that all of us have witnessed all of us have paid the price for and so you know this show is about people and their journeys and their journeys to success and all of us need a boost especially during this time of the year so i would recommend everybody that we get our people who represent us in line and make sure that they understand that we're not going to put up with it and that we have to make changes and take care of people and more importantly do the right thing uh... we should not be going on two week budget systems and and all that kind of stuff so it was an issue that was kinda very uh, uh... uh... dear to me as i was watching some of the debates lately and, uh, and it touched me because I just think we're completely inside out in how we look at the world and what's going on and all of us have to speak up. So this show will from time to time deal with some of those issues. Uh, I want to come back to Tyrese. Uh, he's, uh, he's been a remarkable, uh, he's had a remarkable life, uh, in reading his book. Uh, it really was, uh, had an impact on me and we're going to talk a lot about that today. So hopefully he's going to be calling in.
2: I'm right here, sir. It's available,
1: and uh, I want to welcome Tyrese. Are you with us? I'm right here, sir. (laughs) Well, first of all, I got off on a political tangent before you were able to get on the line, but I want to start off, and I told everybody about you, about your career. I wanted to start, and first of all, thank you, because I know you're unbelievably busy, and I consider you a friend, and I'm honored that you've made the time in your busy schedule to join us today.
3: Listen man, I, I'm honored to uh to be a part of your show and uh I know it's a lot of people out there listening. We're gonna have some fun today. We're gonna talk about a few things, but we're gonna have some fun. You know, um you know, I think I think right now, man, we're we're knee deep amongst the lost generation. A lot of people are trying to figure out what the next move in their life and their career and their relationships. So I just wanna touch and talk about a bunch of different stuff, man, and other than money, that a lot of people will look at as as a source of inspiration, I think I think just mentally and spiritually covering a lot of different topics and situations. Hopefully, we'll be able to uh, create some inspiration out there for all of the viewers and listeners, and uh, and and have some fun with this conversation, man. So I'm just excited to be on.
1: Well, I, uh, as I told the, the listeners before you joined us, uh, we're building a great friendship, you and I, and, and I have a great deal of respect. I, I read How to Get Out of Your Own Way. I have to tell you, you've inspired me, and I want to talk a lot about, you know, the, the common themes that run through the book, because really before this interview, it really was about understanding where you came from and how you took ownership of your life and self-love and how you learned to own your environment and set the boundaries and i want to talk about that because you grew up in watts there were many days you went without food you had a lot of different you know male figures come into your life your mom was a constant but your mom went through even a lot of changes and I I was particularly touched when I heard that you went back and you you talked, and while you were talking, you looked to the side and saw your younger self. Ooh. You know, and that just had to be unbelievable. And as I read your book, you know, it, it seems to be a common thread today that all of us are losing our way and that we need to recapture our life and we need to believe in ourselves and we need to feel good about it and have positive forces around us. Can you speak to that? Because you really got me on your book on that. Everybody should read How to Get Out of Your Own Way by Tyrese Gibson.
3: Well, listen, anybody who knows me knows that I'm, I'm brutally honest. Um, you know, I think my truth is not the truth of the world, but I definitely have my views and my perspectives on life. I think right now, so many people are connecting their spirituality their happiness, their love of life to money. If I had more money, I'd be happier. But what most people don't understand is that one of the famous lyrics from a rap song recently is more money, more problems. <laughs> but I've, I've, taken, I've taken it to another level, and I say, well, listen, if you get rid of problematic people, if you get rid of dysfunctional people out of your life, like I, I don't like you, So why are you still there? If you, if you're running around talking mess about your own friends, why are they still your friends? It's called happy holidays, not miserable holidays.
1: Well, you gotta get the negativity out of your life so that you can get on with really owning your life and having the positive forces in your life, which I would imagine when you were a child growing up, you were in, you were in a neighborhood, as you, you referred to it, obviously, as the hood, and, and, and you had a mission, and that was to get out of the hood. Uh, when and how was not probably very apparent to you, but, you it, know, it was, I was think determined. throughout I, the I book, just, yeah, I've yeah, been left with this feeling that you were touched at a very early age. You were touched with gifts of talents and with God and with people around you who treated you properly.
3: Right. And, and, and so one of my favorite quotes is the best way to predict the future is to create it. Right? And so literally, literally, have you ever been to a restaurant and sat down and they just, other than like appetizers and things that they just drop on the table, they're only going to bring to the table what you order for your life. It, I mean, I, I'm hitting you with a bunch of kind of metaphors and whatever, but, like I, that's how it plays out in my mind. Life is a menu. Whoever and whatever you order for your life is what's going to be delivered to the table. So back to the more money, more problems. Well, I got money. I don't got no problems.
1: Let me ask you. You know, from time to time, and actually, this is the quickest we've ever had an audience, a caller. This show goes into 187 countries. If you don't mind, because we're periodically going to take breaks and do things. We have Andre calling. I don't know where Andre's from. Andre, are you with us?
3: Hello, hello, hello.
1: Yeah, yeah Andre.
3: Hey, how you doing?
1: Hey, uh, Andre, welcome to A Current Life. Uh, uh, I thank you for listening. Do you have a question for Tyrese?
3: Um, well, yeah, uh, what has been your main driving force as far as your career and like uh, right, what motivates you? Well, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm about creating a shift in the universe, you know, like I think, you know, after making money, if, if, if initially your, your, your motivation is to make money after you make money, then you start clinging on and wanting to hold on and sink your teeth into different things. And at this point, I want to put my time and energy into stuff that's going to make this world better. That's going to create a shift in the universe. And and so for me, one of my biggest outlets is making people laugh and kind of doing my thing in these movies, but there's also a bunch of other stuff that I'm developing and working on as a businessman, as an entrepreneur. Um, And so that's kind of what my motivation is at this point. Okay, okay. Hmm, well, um... Hmm. Well, I... Well, I really, um, me personally, um, I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, sorry, came out wrong, but I'm a big fan of yours. Um, I really enjoy watching your movies, and um, you're a fun guy to watch, and uh, I love your music as well. And um, I really just want to pray that everything continues to go well for you. No, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Same to you. Whatever you're
1: developing, just stay in it,
3: stay at sure. it, stay in it, man.
1: Well, I want to tell you, I, after hearing the two questions, I'm going to actually probably break a confidence, but I didn't know that Andre was going to be calling, but you're actually talking, Tyrese, to another great friend of ours, uh, a person who I'm very close to, uh, Andre Smith from the Cincinnati Bengals. So I recognize his voice and Andre you got a big game tomorrow, so go Bengals. But thank you so much for calling. And Tyrese, <laughs> hopefully you and Andre will get the opportunity to yeah. spend some time together. Andre is a wonderful, special human being as well. That's a bet. That's a bet. Pleasure, so, man. Good luck tomorrow, you? Andre. I appreciate it. Thank and you. thank you for calling. Thank you for taking the time. So, you know, for me, man, at this point,
3: like I said, you know, it's like I refuse to be a victim in my own house. I refuse to hang out with people that are not adding to my life. It's very simple. It's like whatever you order for your life is what it's going to be. There are plenty of people who may not be the wealthiest, the richest, or have the most money in the world, but they're living a life of peace because they have great people in their life. They, they stay away from dysfunction, drama, issues, conflicts. There is a such thing as living in the hood in South Central L.A., other than certain things that are going on around you that you have no control of, there is a such thing as living around certain levels of dysfunction but still living a life of peace. And so for me, again, more money, more problems. Other than certain things that may pop up, I don't have no problems. I love my friends. I love my family. I love the people I'm in business with. I trust them. And these are the things and situations that I've ordered for my life. So I don't want to get all deep and heavy, but I I need you guys to understand that I'm not on the phone as a movie star. I'm not on the phone as a singer. I'm not on the phone as a celebrity, and that's who I am as a man, completely. That's a part of who I am. That's a part of who I am as a public figure, but I'm a thinking man. I use my mind. I've decided that I want it better for my life, other than having money and other than being a public figure, I live a life of peace, I stay away from dysfunction and so I'm saying all that because there's a lot of people out there listening right now and I want y'all to understand I'm not a pastor, I'm not preaching, I'm not a man at a podium, I'm a regular guy and I'm making y'all aware of what my thinking is and and what my views and my perspective is on life and this this is what has brought me peace.
1: But we'll, we'll, uh, we're gonna take a short break, uh, uh, we're with Tyrese Gibson, uh, it's Jimmy Gould, your host. When we come back, Tyrese, I wanna talk a little bit about, uh, the journey of what got you to, uh, a few of the steps out of the hood and some of the influencers that were in your life and, and really kind of the wow moment that, uh, that, that got you to the next step. So bear with us, uh, we're gonna go to a short break. The show is brought to you by Smartwater, Wild Things Gear and AdSpace Baseball Network. We're with our special guest, Tyree Skipson, and my friends. Please stay tuned. Ask the experts.
4: Call toll free right now 1 866 472 5787. And ask our All Star team to answer your questions. That's 1 866
0: 472
4: 5787.
0: Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com.
4: Think of the world. Are you an entrepreneur that wants to achieve more, not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful, that adds more value to more people in more ways? VoiceAmerica.com
0: You're listening to A Current Life with Jimmy Goulds. If you have a question or comment for Jimmy or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. If you'd like to send an email, the address is a current life at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Uh, welcome back to A Current Life. This is your host, Jimmy Gould, and I uh, have with us our very special guest today, Tyree Gibson. We are accepting live calls during this segment. The call-in number is 1-866-472-5788. Um, Tyrese, uh, first of all, uh, before we kind of get into the kind of music and film segment of the show, I was so touched by your book, How to Get Out of Your Own Way. i I really want to try to understand in your journey, what was it along the way? Because you didn't fall into a lot of the traps of a lot of the gangs that were being created in the hood that they fell into. And you remark about, I think it's Dirt Bike Fred, who would kick you in your your
3: backside
1: and tell you to go play sports and get out of there. It wasn't for you. It looked like there were just like Angie the bus driver and people around you you know, how you made that phone call and that woman answered the phone and came and heard you sing. Right. What, what, tell me how that intervention occurred when you really knew you were touched and when there's something special was going to happen for you.
3: Well, you know, I think, um, you know, I was so young, you know, we're talking about 13, 14, 15. I really couldn't wrap my head around how these things were happening. Like, I never sat down and came up with a plan on that level. But at the same time, I did. You know, I made some phone calls to all of the different record labels, and then I came across Gail Atkins, who was the woman who ended up discovering me when I was 14 and kind of taking me under her wings. You know, I put all of this stuff step-by-step step in my book. But there was something in my mind, Jimmy, that said to me, even back then, without me being able to verbalize it, like back then I couldn't explain it. Like, how do you feel? Boom, 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 and then kind of spit it out. But something in my mind said, "I'm from this environment, but I'm not of this environment." My mind, who I am, in my mind, I was so much bigger than the ghetto. I was like, I, I felt like I didn't belong in this cage. I felt like at some point I'm going to break free. And so any means necessary, I started hustling, focusing, grinding, charming, personality, energy, anything I could do to hustle, focus, and grind so that I can get to whatever that next level was. And so any ideas that popped up in my mind, I was obedient and I moved on them. Now, you got to understand, Jimmy, for me, being is that I was born and raised in South Central L.A., maybe it's an African-American thing or maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. But a lot of times when you come up with ideas and have visions and dreams as to what you want to do with your life, your friends and your family and the people that are around you will be the first ones to try and talk you out of those <laughs> visions and those dreams.
1: Very true. Very okay? true.
3: Because, because, one of my, another one of my favorite quotes, only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. I'll say it again. Only those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. What does that mean? That means that I went to sleep. Me, Tyrese Gibson, went to sleep. And there was a dream that I had. There was a vision. I woke up. And I was like, oh my God. I had a dream about this, 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 and then you try trying to verbalize it and explain it to somebody. And if your vision and your dream is out of this world, no one has ever heard of it, no one has ever seen it, you're trying to verbalize and explain it, they can't even wrap their heads around it. Their first thing is going to be, man, what the hell are you talking about? And then they're going to try and talk you out of it because they don't, they don't see what you see.
1: We're we're getting, um, again, uh, I've, we've done this show now for a couple of months, and I will tell you that the phones are going crazy. If you don't mind, there's uh, a number of callers. We're going to take one call. It's Randy from Colorado. Uh, Randy, you on? I am, Jimmy. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Welcome to A Current Life. Uh, what's your question for Tyrese? Hey, Jimmy. Great show, by the way. I try to listen as much as I can. Uh, Tyrese, you. I love your music. Uh, my question to you is you hear stories about guys like LeBron James who get into trouble because they've got a lot of kids from their childhood to kind of tag along with them the rest of their life and are just kind of hangers-on.
3: Uh-huh. And
1: I'm just trying to figure out uh, what would be your advice to somebody who's aspiring to greatness like you are to kind of separate the friendships from their childhood with the business relationships they've got to uh, achieve in order to move forward.
3: Well, from from my understanding, not to not to keep it LeBron specific, but he's actually turned a lot of his childhood friends into his business partners. I'm sure not all, yeah. but a lot of his guys that he hang out with on the day to day are actually in business with him. So his his particular situation may be just a little different, but I would say just in general. This is what happens when you become an overnight sensation and you become the biggest thing on earth other than Jesus himself, (laughs) okay, you start clinging on and wanting to hold on to substance and something that's real because everything about your life becomes surreal. You're on the other side of $150 million when you are broke as broke as broke, And we all seen the documentary from LeBron James in particular. So we all know that he literally paid his dues and worked his way from the ground up and took his mama with him. And Mm -hmm. so when you're, when you're the biggest and the best and you become this one of a kind, unique person as a gift and as a talent and then you're very wealthy and it happens very, very fast, you want to hold on to as many people as possible that keeps you real, keeps you grounded, and hopefully these people that you're hanging on to are good people. And that's when you start rolling the dice, and that's when things start getting a little gray. I've said this, there's an expiration date on loyalty. I, at this point in my life and career, my belief and my truth is I will get rid of all things and people that don't belong. Mm -hmm. All of the people that you come with can't go to where you're going, period. And so it's on you, your your own filtering process. I have to figure out who I'm going to get rid of and where the buck stops at. And then you got certain people that, look, I started with you. I've been knowing you from the beginning and everything about my life and where I'm transitioning to, everything about keeping you in my life makes sense. When you, naturally, there's certain people that you're close to when you're broke. Mm -hmm. And you're all broke in harmony. We all get along, we all on the same pill because we're all broke together. And then as you start growing financially, you, you feel like, I feel bad because I have more. So you start feeling like you need to give it all away. It's like, I got a diamond necklace, you got a diamond necklace, I got a mink, I got a this, I got a that, then you want to start giving it all away. And then at a certain point, you start realizing, you know what, God blessed me individually. I'm not obligated, I don't have to give away nothing. You're going to be my friend because you're going to be my friend, even though I may have more financially or materialistically. And then it really all depends on what you decide to do and how you decide to do it. But there are plenty of my friends that I grew up with that I don't hang out with anymore. I don't communicate with no more.
1: I don't, I don't you know, whatever, because that season is over. It's well put and, and sometimes yeah, those decisions and separations are very hard but they're necessary yeah. for you to own your own environment.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying like for me it's not about dysfunction, it's not about yelling and getting into shouting matches and taking it to the streets and getting ghetto and grime. It's about saying, Listen, we were cool from eighty seven to two thousand. It's over. We're not on the same page. We don't look at life the same. We don't share the same views and perspectives. It's time to move on. And, you know, people are in your life for a reason. Others are in your life for a season. But it's important to recognize when the season is
1: over, it's done. Um, Well, Randy, I appreciate your phone call. I hope you'll continue to listen. Um, we got another caller. Uh, it's Luke from London. Uh, this show, as I told you, goes into a lot of countries. Luke, yes, are you on? Sir. Hi, Luke. How are you? Hi, yeah, I'm well, thank you. Hi, do You Tyrese? have a question for Tyrese? Yeah, my uh, my question, uh, Tyrese, is um, you mean he's a, you know, you're a great singer and a great um, a
3: great actor, but where, where do you feel like your passion truly lies right now? Well, my passion, as I said earlier, for me is as an entrepreneur and as a businessman, I'm so focused on the big picture. You know, I think there's so many people that put so much emphasis on celebrity. And, you know, I think celebrity has no soul, just the the concept in itself. I mean, there's paparazzi waiting outside of a restaurant for somebody on a reality show that's pulling their girl's hair out and fighting and scratching and scraping, just like they're waiting outside of a restaurant for me. And so what does it mean at the end of the day if you're not able to leverage it, maximize it, and try and take it to the next level? I mean, you know, as an African-American that's in these international box office movies, what a blessing it is to come from South Central L.A. and have my my presence and my energy to be in these movies. Rather, I'm in every scene or not. It doesn't matter. I'm in the movie. But what does it mean at the end of the day if you're not able to leverage it, maximize it, and create some business opportunities from being who you are? And that's what it's about. So if, if five years from now, God forbid, they say, you're not going to be in Transformers, you're not going to be in Fast and the Furious, we don't want you to sing anymore, what will you have to show for it?
1: Right.
3: And so that's what my whole thing is at this point.
1: Well, Luke, I appreciate your call. Keep listening. Thanks, Thank you. Let me ask you, um, Tyrese, let's go back to, because I found this in, in the book, uh, you really, uh, you auditioned for the uh, Coca-Cola commercial. I think you were 16. Uh, at least that's when you did the commercial. And what struck me was not that you got the commercial for Coca-Cola. It was that when you were younger, you couldn't even afford to ride a bus. Or very seldom could afford to ride a bus. And sometimes you had to go to school to get your food because there wasn't enough food to go around in your family. And when you did that commercial, you make the comment, because of that commercial, you never had to take the bus again the the, 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 the the extreme sides of all of this in your life and and I think you would agree with this is that i 've always felt that adversity makes you stronger if it doesn 't kill you right and I believe you learn more from the negatives in your life and you learn to overcome them like the obstacles because you know I, I just feel strongly about that. What was that like when you were up there performing for that, and you Got that, and 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 obviously that was such a big moment for you. Um, I'm not asking you about the Coca-Cola thing, even though we're sponsored by Smartwater, which is owned by Coke. But I do want to know what that moment was like for you. Well, you know,
3: you know, to simplify things on on the Coke commercial in particular, um, I, I said to myself, I want to be able to spend over fifty dollars a month on clothes and being able to eat some food because, you know, we were collecting food stamps, we were on the county, social security checks, like every source of income possible, we used to get it, you know. Uh, and, And so, you know, but after all of the bills and everything was paid, my mama used to give us $50 a month. That was it. Hmm. and sometimes we would even miss the 50. If if money got extra funky, we couldn't even get that. So when I did the Coke commercial, I heard about this word called residuals, (laughs) yeah, which I never heard of. And I was like, you know, so I was like, okay, so you're telling me every time they play this Coke commercial on TV, they're going to send me some money, like a check is going to come in the mail? Yeah, ching Yeah, I was looking forward to that. And then also there was this girl who lived up the street, who I had been flirting with, and I was I just like, man, I just want her phone number. <laughs> and, and and literally, that's all, that's all I had in mind, Jimmy. I think the, the real interesting thing about my life is that, like I said, when I was younger, I didn't necessarily come up with these big visions and these plans. I was just hustling, and I was just determined to get money and determined to try and do something. That wasn't the shortcut, selling drugs, gangbanging, being affiliated to any type of crimes, robberies, you know, harming people. I just, I was like, stay positive. I see my friends and certain people I know that are selling drugs and weed and whatever else and getting money the fast way. Let me stay away from that. But I had no idea that that Coca-Cola commercial would change my life. And not only was it a domestic hit, but it was so many responses and reactions from this Coke commercial, they ended up playing it internationally. I had no idea that from this Coke commercial, I will end up getting a record deal. Now, this is a bidding war that happened with 19 record labels to try and sign this Coca-Cola kid. I had no idea. I bought my first house, brand new and watched it get built, four-bedroom, four-bedroom, Two car garage for 192 grand when I was 17 years old. Well, so you're talking about a life changing overnight experience. Even then, why would anybody at 17 think, with all this money I'm making, let me go buy a house? So I I don't know, maybe I'm a weirdo. but I've never felt normal. I've never thought like a normal man. I've never thought like a common man. I've always thought way beyond the box. My mama co-signed on my house. I bought a house at 17. The only thing I moved in my house, because I didn't have a lick of furniture, I had two Rottweiler dogs, (laughs) and I had clothes. That was the only thing I had, moved into this house. And so, what,
1: what'd you, what were your dog's names, by the way?
3: Uh, corrupt and Damage. <laughs>
1: How perfect. <laughs> you know, I, as you're talking, I'm thinking back as I read the book on some of the influencers in your life. And, you know, we talk about this all the time, uh, about the journey and the people that influence. And you, you came up with those people who were your best, who you, were your influencers and your role models, and then those people that you were, were your anti-role models, um, and the people, and that both, You were, served a purpose to help shape your future. Um, in particular, I think I want to mention Reggie, your teacher who was the one who got you to perform or get, got you to audition for the Coke commercial. And I think that's important for our younger people who are in school and especially you comment about don't drop out. That's the worst thing because you're sabotaging your life. Obviously that teacher and some of the other people that came across your life from a positive side as well as those who were negative influencers, really helped shape your future. Can you talk to that a little bit? Because it's so important that people stay in school
3: today. Yeah, well, I just think, you know, for me, um, a lot of reasons that people drop out um, is for a lot of different reasons. And it's very simple. How can you expect me to focus on algebra when I just witnessed a murder on the way to school? How can you expect me, teacher, to focus on what you're trying to teach when I'm around verbal and physical abuse every day at home? And so for me, through it all, school became an escape. I thought of school as an island, and I was able to jump on this island and be around my friends. I was able to eat. I was able to laugh and enjoy myself, and it became a form of escapism for me. But not everybody looks at school that way, but so for me, a lot of people say, don't drop out. Okay, well, instead of just putting the dropout thing out there, I think mentally and spiritually and psychologically, us as adults, we have to start as teachers. And, and, and principals and having counselors and all of that at the schools is very, very important because let me help you to figure out what's going on with you mentally so that I can get you to stay focused on your education. I understand. And I, I think, I think right now, when it comes to giving back to the community, so many wealthy people in particular are focused on cutting checks and. Some other folks, you know, as we all know, the motivation may be, hey, let me give something to charity for a tax break. But I think ultimately what we need to start doing is having a conversation. Having a conversation because everybody's on the mission to get to from where they are to where they're trying to go. But they have no sense of direction. I don't know how to get there okay, so let's have a conversation about it, and once we have a conversation about it, I'm going to give you a road map, and now you're able to get there.
1: Well, they certainly could use that in Washington right now. Before you came on, I talked about the dysfunction that's going on with all of our elected officials, and certainly from a spiritual standpoint, they all to sit down in a room, close the door, lock it, and make sure they <laughs> figure it all out and stop talking you know, about themselves and about what's for the common good. We we have another caller, actually. I know this caller. It's Coach Dave Simpson. He's a well known uh coach in North Carolina and a tremendous um uh uh person who understands our younger people. Dave, are you on the phone? Yes, I'm on, Jimmy. I'm on right now. Well welcome to a current life. Uh do you have a question for Tyrese? Yeah, probably Jimmy, probably not much of a question or you know I- Teresa, I'm a fan of yours, but let me tell you, after listening to you over the last 15 or 20 minutes, I'm more than a fan, man. You're big. You're really big and, you know, coming from a relationship of, you know, I hear the word broke and
3: hood and hustling and people that don't belong, you know, and all of that stuff, you know. I mean, I've seen the Fast and Furious and and Transformers, but, you know, everybody, my boys
1: in my house, I call them baby boys, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. (laughs) <laughs> but the thing that I, the thing I say to you, man, is this is so powerful. When you say only those things
3: that you can, can only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. Right, man. That is super powerful, man. That is super powerful. And in the business that I'm in now, you know, the word loyalty is probably it's probably the problem in it all. You know,
1: can yeah, you really loyalty, loyalty, loyalty to that is right abused.
3: This? Loyalty is abused and used. Now listen. There are certain limitations and there are also certain laws of the land that I've created. And again, this is my truth. Okay. But, you know, because you're going to sleep at night doesn't mean you're resting. You ever go to sleep for like seven, eight hours and then you wake up and you're still tired? If your life is a nightmare while you're awake because of your friends, your family, the type of relationships that you keep getting into, all dysfunction, drama, drama, drama. If your life is a nightmare while you're awake, the nightmares are going to continue until you sleep. And it doesn't matter what type of house you're living in. You can be in a one-bedroom apartment or you can be in a 20-bedroom mansion. You can't control your mind from the, you know wrestling throughout the night if your life is dysfunctional. I think everybody deserves peace. And going back to the loyalty thing... I think the loyalty thing is abused and used. Like, listen, I'm going to keep it real, because I'm a brutal, like I said at the time of this interview, I'm a very honest person. Thanksgiving, there was only two people from my actual family at my house for Thanksgiving, because I don't get along with my family. Uh, So guess what? It's called Happy Thanksgiving, not Miserable Thanksgiving. (laughs) So, So if I can get rid of and not associate myself to dysfunctional people even if it's family then that's just what it's going to be because i'm not going to be a victim in my house and it has nothing to do with fam- uh, 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 a celebrity oh you think you big and better than everybody cause you got money no 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 it's called happy thanksgiving it's called merry christmas not miserable christmas
4: mm-hmm.
3: So that whole thing about loyalty, man, it's it's like, okay, listen, I love you, but I'm going to see you and hang out with you on my terms, not the other way around. Well, Dave, I
1: I appreciate your calling and the work you do with our young people. We're we're going to hopefully you'll keep listening to the show and continue your inspiring work. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Dave. Uh Tyrese, we got a couple minutes to a break. Uh let me ask you. There's a chapter 2 in your book where you talk which is I found very motivational and and it was one of my favorite quotes. It says, "How much do you love yourself? Your life decisions boil down to how you see yourself and how much you love and value yourself." You really tell your readers that they hold their own key and that they can control their destiny.
3: Right. Well, I mean, that's, that's that that goes back to everything I've been speaking on, I think. I think ultimately you know life is a menu whoever and whatever you order for your life is what's going to be delivered to the table you've never went to a restaurant picked up a menu and had a man to just start bringing a bunch of random stuff to your table that you didn't order right and so that's the way i look at life how much do you love yourself a lot of a lot of our interpretations of what love is it's based on the love that we, we experienced growing up. It's like, it's like if you're not willing to physically fight, argue, and be dysfunctional with me, you must don't love me. That's the way it plays out in a lot of our minds. Why? Because we witnessed the, the abuse from our mama and our daddies we 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 witness the abandonment issues where your father left home and so you feel like you were abandoned and so it's all of these different things who we are as adults is a direct reflection of our childhood and so the question is if you had such a problem with your childhood why are you raising your kids the same way do you not do you not remember how it made you feel to be raised that way. So you don't like your mama because of the way your mama raised you, but you became a duplicate of your mama.
1: So You really need to leave your past behind because you control what you do from that point, and you talk about that a lot in the book. Yeah, but it's, it's much
3: easier said than done. It's an ongoing... You first have to recognize, Jimmy that you are a duplicate of your childhood and you are doing the same things and got the same habits and patterns that you have from your childhood, you have to first recognize it before you're able to break it. And when you when you decide to break it, it's gonna creep out here and there, but you have to like you have to break it. It's an ongoing thing. Like for me, I'm currently in therapy. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm in therapy. As successful as I am, i still got certain
1: things that I'm trying to get closure on. You're not the only one on this call. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, there you uh, go. Then. Uh, I'll join you on that and, and, and come out of the closet because I think it's one of the best things a person could do for themselves.
3: Go and get help. Like, for you to be running to your friends and family trying to get closure and get healing, seek healing from these conversations with random people they are not professional therapists. They right. don't know how to get you from where you are to where you're trying to go. They're just a the regular person that you opening up and venting and having these conversations with. They are not professionals.
1: Well, we're gonna we're gonna take our uh, commercial break. We skipped one earlier because I'm so fascinated. Uh, we've never done that before, and and I'm sure our sponsors will forgive us because your words are are so inspiring. Uh, this is Jimmy Gould with my very special guest and dear friend Tyrese Gibson. Please stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute.
4: Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com.
2: At Wild Things, we've been making alpine clothing and packs right here in the USA since 1981. In fact, we began by stitching together extremely light climbing gear that guys on the mountain were trying to make on their own. It was a big deal in 1981, making Wild Things the gear of choice for some of the world's most demanding alpine climbers. Of course, the climbs and the climbers are now the stuff of legend. Inspiration for the next group to realize the freedom of moving over rock and ice in a fast and light way. The rest, three decades of elation, misery, epics, and near misses, we put back into everything we make. Light, durable, functional, packable. Wild Things Gear is made and tested by those who live in it. Available exclusively at wildthingsgear.com. Stay wild.
4: Very rarely does our news media spotlight some of the good things that are happening in our world. For more of these good stories and the people that are creating them, tune in to Bread for the Journey with Mariana Cacciatore. Whether these good acts stem from personal tragedy or just a desire to help out and make this a better world in which to live, you'll find inspiration in every week's program. Connect with those that are doing something great for a change. Listen for Bread for the Journey, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You're listening to A Current Life with Jimmy Gould. If you have a question or comment for Jimmy or his guest today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. If you'd like to send an email, the address is acurrentlife at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to A Current Life. Uh, We're with our special guest and my dear friend Tyrese Gibson. Tyrese, I want to talk about your newest album Open Invitation. We actually tried to get one and we couldn't. Uh it's only available we think on iTunes. You've been number 1 two weeks in a row and your single Stay is now 6 weeks uh as the number 1. Uh this is unbelievable. It's your first album and uh talk to me about that cuz you uh, uh, what great success. Congratulations.
3: I appreciate it, man. It's been you know, this is going to this is my fifth studio album. Um some of the listeners out there probably didn't even know I sung. (laughs) Uh, Because I've been doing so many movies back to back. Well, the women know
1: it because they talk to me about to stay all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: But you guys, uh, you know, this show is in so many different countries. But I'm an R&B singer first to the world. Of course, my real fans already know that. But I'm an R&B singer first. This is my fifth studio album, multi Grammy nominated i won an American Music Award. So I called myself turning my back on the music about five years ago because of politics and various reasons. And I come back. I do this album independent. I fund it. I take care. I shoot my own videos. I pay for everything on my own. And I own my masters. It's my own label. The label is called Voltron Records. And I come back. Because I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and God whispered in my ear, literally, try one more time. I come back, my first number one album of my career. And not only was it number one, it was number one for two weeks. And now my single called Stay, which you guys can go to YouTube right now and check out the video. My leading lady is my girl Taraji P. Henson from my from my film Baby Boy. Right. Um, The single stay has been number one on Billboard for six weeks, and they're saying it's going to be number one for a total of eight weeks. So if you're listening to this interview from overseas, unfortunately, you cannot physically go to a store and buy my album. You can only get the album on iTunes. The album is called Open Invitation, and it's a total of 16 songs on the album. It's called Open Invitation, um if you're in the U.S., they got it at Target, Best Buy, FYE, and all of the independent record stores. I definitely want you guys' support on it. Tell them to come in here, please. Definitely want you guys' support on it. Um, it's called Open Invitation. It's it's a stock and stuffer. Well it's, you know, it's it's the album that I definitely did from my heart and would love you guys to experience.
1: Well we will we will talk about it. Uh, Quincy Jones actually said, and this is a quote I read, that Tyrese God gave you the gift of music. You can never take a break from greatness. Music is your first love. Of course, we're gonna talk a little bit about your real first love, Shyla. Sheila, uh, your little girl. Yeah, How yeah, old absolutely. is she now?
3: She's four. My daughter's name is Shayla Gibson, Shayla. changed my life forever. And, uh, you know, I think us business uh, folks, entrepreneurs, people that hustle and work hard, you know, before we have kids, that that, you know, that type of drive and ambition is self-fulfilling, so to speak. It's like, I want to do this for me, me, me. But after you have a child, then the motivation changes. It's all about her. It's all well, you about. Know, it's all about her. Uh, first, of all I agree
1: her. with you because uh, your life's never the same when you have children. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, you talk about that in your book too. I do encourage not only that people get open invitation any way they can, but that they also get a copy of the New York Times bestseller, "How to Get Your Own How to Get Out of Your Own Way." And it's I it's really
3: available. Get... It's available on Nook, Kindle, iBooks, iTunes um you know the book how to get out of your own way make sure you get a hold of that book and uh and get through those pages it's a fun read and you know it's it it i put a lot of thoughts on your mind trust me well two
1: me. two more questions uh cuz we have a few minutes left uh first of all you've played starring roles in some of Hollywood's biggest films baby boy too fast too furious four brothers and the transformer films the most recent one dark of the moon had a domestic and foreign total gross of 1.1 billion As you look back on all your films, do you have a favorite, and is there one that is more special than the rest? You know what,
3: for me, I can't say that I have a favorite specifically. Uh, I think for me it's about the experience. And when you're on a movie set and you're having fun every day, it doesn't really feel like you're showing up to work every day. And, And so my experience on movies like Baby Boy and Too Fast, Too Furious and you know, various other movies is what made the movie fun for me. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun making Fast Five, and so cracking jokes and having all that energy was just a part of the outcome of, of the experience on the set.
1: Well, we're in this last part. Uh, I have another question before we sign off, and before we do sign off, I'm going to wish you a happy birthday, which I think is a week from today and uh, Thank Thank I'm you, going man. to force you back to have you commit right now that you'll come back on my show sometime in January or February. Will you do that?
3: I would love to. I would love to come back, man. I appreciate you uh, the invite to come back, man. Thank you.
1: One uh, question before we sign off, and that is we ask all of our guests every time that we're on the air, and that is as you look back on your journey, I'd like to ask you what you feel is the meaning of life.
3: I think at this point the meaning of life is to pay it forward and be willing to speak and share and give people insight on how to better their lives without feeling like every aspect of making a difference in somebody's life is connected to what you can do for them financially. Um and so that's a, that's a lifelong commitment to to, to me. I mean they, they always say that it's lonely at the top, but I disagree. It's not lonely at the top if you help somebody to get there.
1: Well, uh, I will tell you, you've mentioned Shamir in your book, who got you to write How to Get Out of Your Own Way. You've mentioned people like John Bryant. You've mentioned Angie, the bus driver. You've mentioned so many people. Your story is incredibly inspiring. It's It makes one really understand what the real purpose is behind someone's life and their journey. Uh, you are an inspiration to me and to so many people uh, Our phones have been off the chain here we haven 't even been able to accommodate all the people that have called. I want to thank you, Tyrese Gibson for sharing your journey with us and for your friendship and i'll look forward to when you join us again.
3: Not a problem, man. If you guys are listening out there, just follow me on uh Twitter at tyrese at t y r e s e and uh... i would love to correspond and, and get to know some of you guys out there around the world jimmy thank you so much for for this interview i had a great time definitely would love to come back and uh... jimmy we got a lot to do man
1: and i look forward to it Uh uh, we have spent a number of times together and I'll look forward to our next time when we're together. You're a very special human being and the world needs to have more of you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'd like to thank our listeners for turning into a current current life on the Voice America Variety Channel, to Smart Water, to Wild Things Gear and AdSpace Mall Network for their support. This is your host, Jimmy Gould, signing off. Please join us next Friday for our open mic session with some very special guests at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And until next time, I wish each and every one of you a journey filled with hope, inspiration, and success, and God bless.
0: Thanks again for joining us for A Current Life on the Voice America Variety Channel. Please tune in to another great program with your host, Jimmy Gould, next Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time. We'll see you next week.